Hi, family, and welcome to Normal with Autism, the podcast where we invite people to the kitchen table to learn about our lives and where we provide hope and encouragement to those who listen. I'm Tara, and I am not Sarah. I know. I was I was like pausing for a second because I was it's like, okay. "How are we going to make this happen?" Mm-hmm. And yeah, so who who are you? I'm Jen. Hi, Jen. Hi, Tara. Oh, God, <laughs> and you might recognize Jen's voice from Potato Skins <laughs> and karaoke and karaoke with Jen. With yeah. Jen, and mm-hmm. she's here. And I'm so happy you're here. I'm, I'm happy to be here. It's been a long time it's, since I've got to sit in front of your microphone. I know. So, I was going to say, it's been a minute since yeah. you've been here. I have I have Sarah's shoes to fill, so I have to say ear holes a lot. So Sarah's but, not here. Yes, yeah. ear holes. Lots and lots of ear holes. Mm-hmm. So Sarah's not here because she is doing her photography thing. Yep. She has to make money. I don't understand why. Yeah. And she does a, such an amazing job. So I would. She's worth every penny. She but is. She's kicking butt right now. I this know. This is her season. She has lots of sessions. Yes. And she couldn't be with us tonight yeah. because of that. So you agreed. Yeah. To kind of take over the spot. I'll be your stand-in. Yay! Yay! Thank you. You're welcome. Um, before we get into it, I just want to remind everybody to check us out on Instagram and Facebook at normal with autism we're on both of those platforms at that address come find us and please if you're listening to this rate review and subscribe wherever you are listening to it because that does help with the ear hole (laughs) count all the ear holes we should we want all the ear holes when we do finally get a website up maybe we could do like an ear hole counter that'd be awesome to say how many people like listen and subscribe like a note if you don't understand this you haven't listened to enough right exactly exactly (laughs) and yeah so the ear hole counter i'm gonna put that out there as a note to management if we could get on that that would be amazing (laughs) do you like that i think you are management right so it's a note to you (laughs) don't don't remind me i like to pretend that there are many minions at this point working for us since we've done this for like a year now i know that's exciting i know it's been a year i it feels over a year yeah and it all just came from like hey let's do a podcast yeah and Sarah was like great where where do I go sign yep. me up yep and I didn't realize all the work yeah and now here you are I remember when like I came on the one time and we only had two microphones and, and you used they were on a pile of yeah of textbooks yeah I remember yeah. that and now we're like official yeah with mic stands and yeah pretty soon we're getting those cool like Something in the front, something Sound in the back. buffer thingy. Thingies I don't even know what they are, but from, yeah. yeah. You guys are so, like, official. Professional. Yep. We spoke at church. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people which was are, amazing. People are renting us out. Yeah, has that happened? <laughs> okay. No, well, I mean, like, for free. They're like, hey, come talk. And, and we're like, like oh, you want me to talk to people? We're like, oh, we'll pay you. You want us to pay you money to come talk? Yeah, no, that's not going to happen anytime soon. All right. Yeah. So, um, Jen, how's life, by the way? Life's your great. Life? Life's great. Yeah, it's, it's been a minute. It has been a minute. It's been crazy, busy, but, you know, uh, life with two littles will do that for you. How are the littles? They're good. Duncan is three. He turned three over the summer, and Arlie is two I kind of went blank there for a second she turned two in September so I think we could forgive they are you know potty training and learning and playing and we're I'm poor Duncan who doesn't go to like school or anything he's my mom watches him so he's not quite socialized um to an extent of like a child who's been in daycare you know a lot or preschool uh, we tried preschool this year. We just were like late to the game. So we were on waiting lists and it didn't happen. But anyways, we go to the park all the time and I'm constantly trying to teach him how to properly interact with people. So because he just we went to the park today and he just he found a kid and I just was like, he's my best friend, mom. I'm like, do you know his name? And I had to ask the dad's like, his name is Brody. I was like, his name is Brody Duncan. He's like, I Duncan Michael Davis. I was like, okay, let's start with that from the next time. Then he just went up to one little girl and just tried to give her a hug. I was like, you can't do that, buddy. (laughs) We can't hug strangers. I know, like, it's so nice. 
but you have to like learn their names and and then you can give them a hug is that how that works you know I had to be careful with my words I was like you don't have to hug them just because they're your friend you know but then like every kid he's like I Duncan I was like say my name is Duncan he's like my name Duncan I was like okay I'll take it like so he's but God love him he's he's like ever changing and he wants to be friends with everybody he does and We've we've got to get that kid into school because he needs more three year olds in his life. <laughs> but but things are good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. How's work going? Work is busy. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. remind me, do you work full time? Correct. I do. I work full time. What we, kind of job do you do? I work at Nationwide Children's Hospital. We love them here in good old Columbus, Ohio. Mm-hmm. I work on the admin side. If you look at it that way, we kind of have like clinical and administrative. And I work okay. on the I work in finance. So I work in the accounts payable department. Um, and December 1st is my official start date as the accounts payable manager. Woo, so woo. I will be managing 12 people. Mm-hmm. Um, so that will be that will be interesting. And do they know that you're going to be in the, those 12 people? Yep. Yeah. I still have to go through the, the application process. You still have to technically apply. They have to post the job, all those fun things. But my manager is retiring in December. So we'll be... Trans, we've been doing some transition stuff and well, training and all that. So, yeah. So, are you excited? I am. I am <laughs> excited. I am terrified. I am like all of the things. I actually started therapy like a month ago to prepare for it because I was like, I got to get my stuff in check before I take on 12 other people. And, you know, like it's, it's already a challenge full time mom you know yeah and I'm lucky because I'm up 40 hours a week you know mm-hmm. pretty set like mm-hmm. 8 to four thirty kind of schedule mm-hmm. so that works well and my mom watches my kids which is even nicer so I don't have to get them up early and take them anywhere I don't have to get, do anything you know I just leave the house and so taking being able to just like leave work at work is going to be hard and balancing 12 people and all that but we're already talking about Christmas schedules and who can have off and who can't it's really not that big of a deal we don't have to be fully staffed every day like the hospital does so right you know but you have certain areas in your department like well we have to take into consideration this that has to happen on this day and this that happens happen on this day and you need somebody here in case of emergency and blah, blah 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 so my manager has to take care of it for Thanksgiving but Christmas comes to me so, oh geez. So we're just bound. That's like that's like my most recent. Like, oh, I don't know how to handle this. I've been with the department for years. Years. I've been at the hospital for twelve years. So, it's been like I know a lot, but I've never had to manage people. So that's probably the biggest the biggest thing going on right now in my life. Well, I I will take. I'm taking a deep breath for you. Thanks. on that. <laughs> we're here. We're here. We got you. You yeah. got this. Yeah, you got this. It'll be good. It it'll be. A weird time I think for a little bit like as you balance that out figure it out but Mm -hmm. that's that's how anything is when Mm -hmm. it's new and different so it'd be good well I thought we could talk about the world of work for a little bit um and we actually have an extra special person with us today that I'm so excited um I want to introduce Jen our other Jen (laughs) Other Jen. Other Everybody's Jen. like, you already introduced Jen. <laughs> Jen with one N. Yes. Just to be specific. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> so this is Jen, and Jen is the owner and creative genius behind SAS Master oh, Designs. That is correct. Is yes. That's on your business that, card, it's right? It's on my business card, yes. I, well, it will be. Okay. <laughs> so, Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, let's get it. Managers. Yeah. Uh, yes, I'd like to remind you to do that. Yeah. Oh, you're, you also yeah, have my, notes to managers. My manager staff. As well. Yes, yeah. yes. I always talk about we in my business. It's just me. <laughs> but there's other personalities as well right? involved, I think. so. Yeah. I love yes. it. Yeah. Well, Jen, thank you for joining us thank today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm really excited. I'm excited to have you here in, in part because we are going to talk about work. And you are a business owner and you're kind of killing it. And I wanted kind of, <laughs> you're in the, you're in the kind of category. You're moving your way up. I still exist. Yes. yes. <laughs> and you're, you're here killing it. And I, I wanted you to come on and tell your story and share some wisdom. And I admire the work you do. So I'm excited to have you here and kind of 
kind of talk through all of that. Wow. Well, if we say it that way, <laughs> yes, I will gladly give you all the wisdom. All the, just, just shower I mean, it out. Yes, I guess. <laughs> of course. Yes. No, I'm very excited. Thank you. Okay. So we're, we're here talking about work and I noticed that uh, the other thing is you are a special needs mom. Yes. Are you, you're okay with that title? You identify now with that I am. Title? Yes, okay. I do. Yes. Okay. I didn't like it at first because it just was so, I don't know. It's, it's like, I don't like being put in a box. Mm-hmm. I don't like titles. I don't like specific things. Um, I like being me and that's what I like. So, um, I went, my husband and I tried to have children for a very long time before we went in to the adoption route. And so I really just wanted to be a mom. Like I was tired of just being, you know, auntie as a mom or, Mm -hmm. you know, we were foster parents for a while. So I was a foster mom. I was always like, there was always something extra to the mom part. Mm -hmm. And that was just really hard for me um, Mm. because I wanted to just be a mom. So um, actually all four of my children are special needs um, children in different ways. So you know, I'm just stuck with it. It just is what it is. Um, so I'm, I'm okay with it now because, you know, special is involved and that's pretty cool. No. So, yeah. 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 And we're all needy. So, <laughs> exactly. so like, you're all special needs mamas. Just yeah. so you know, exactly. <laughs> so that's true. a, re- that's a really good way to look at it. it I like it. Um, but what's great and, and part of your story is that being a special needs mom and then being a business owner, I feel like because we have that extra title in front of mom, there's like that added level of difficulty. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of excited for you to talk about that and share kind of how you you work through that. Yeah. And it's um, thank you for even acknowledging that part, because I think people kind of forget um, how difficult life is difficult and busy. Like you said, Jen, it's just, you know, life is busy. We make things busy. Um, things are difficult. They're hard. And when you're given specific um circumstances and things to overcome, you know, it can just make things a little bit more difficult and you just got to push harder for them. Mm -hmm. If you really want something, you have to go with it and go hard at it. Absolutely. Absolutely. With coffee. With, with, (laughs) yes. So much coffee. All the coffee. All the coffee. Um, but I've, I've kind of noticed being in this world, just how many kind of different career or work choices that parents, moms, caregivers make. Um, when they do have special needs kids, um, or individual needs kids. And I kind of wanted to explore that a little more today. Mm -hmm. Um, I know in my own experience, I made the really hard choice to leave a full-time career when Finn was diagnosed with epilepsy. And I don't say it was hard because like, oh, I don't want to be there for my kid or, you know, the mom role isn't enough for me or that kind of thing. It, it was hard because I really, I like my job. Mm-hmm. You know, I like what I did outside of the home in addition to being a, a mom and things like that. Um, and so I, I kind of, I wondered about that in our community as well. And like, just in general, like how people grapple with that decision. Um, and I'm still six years after his epilepsy diagnosis still trying to put together like who who am i mm-hmm. you know as this person who like was a full-time therapist and now mm-hmm. am, i'm part-time but pretty much if it comes to finn like i have to drop everything and it's finn mm-hmm. you know and yes. and so who am i in that um and i was curious just to see like what other people's experiences were so i actually kind of pulled a a, a parenting group the autism parent group And I kind of put out there like, hey, tell me about your work choice. Um, And what was interesting was the top three choices, it could have been like people working full time, um, people being a full time caregiver or people working in their own business. All of the responses were kind of evenly divided, mostly between those three. Yeah, Yeah. I, I thought that was really interesting. A lot of people commented that they took a job basically because of the hours and had to give up things like benefits Mm -hmm. and pay sacrifice exactly like a a, a, an either or Mm -hmm. right and I understand that because being a part-time therapist in my own business I'm all about my hours like that's Mm -hmm. the most important thing to me right now I don't have benefits thank god my husband does but you know if something were to happen to him I don't know what we'd have to make different choices right Mm -hmm. 
Um, and then several people said that they had more than one thing going on, like a full-time or part-time mm-hmm. job, but then they also had like a, a side hustle, yeah. if you will. Yeah. So I thought those were, I thought those were interesting, but kind of talk to us a little bit, if you will, Jen, like tell us about you first. Okay. If there's anything interesting that you want to share in terms of you, let's hear about. There's yeah. nothing interesting nothing about me at all. Okay, right into no, the next, yeah, question. next question. Right into the next question. <laughs> Check. Um, I don't, I don't know anything interesting. Like no. you, I'm still trying to find out who I am. Um, I'm still a self-proclaimed 25-year-old who's actually 39, and so you know I don't know. I haven't grown up yet. Have you Have you had the experience where, like, as you get older, you like I don't know very much more about myself, or right? Like, yeah. It just feels like there's more questions. There's more questions, and I've been a parent for 11 years now, and mm-hmm. so I feel like that has been who I was, who I am for like the longest time, and. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of get put on the back burner. Um, you know, you guys know how it is. Mm-hmm. I'm sure as moms mm-hmm. and yep. working moms and, uh, you know, doing what you gotta do. You're also a wife too, yep. and you're a daughter and a friend and a, you know, all these different roles. Yep. And sometimes being you, is just a little more difficult. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause you know, where do you kind of fit into it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just make a lot of jokes and <laughs> <laughs> Embarrass my children. Humor is my love language, so I get it. I love that. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I guess something interesting about me is, um, well, I did, I married my high school sweetheart. I was 15 and 16 when we got together. You got married. married. I was going to say. I got married. No, no, no. Slow down a little bit. So, we actually told our daughters that we got married when we were 35, and then um, (laughs) they just figured out a few years ago that that was impossible. (laughs) Thank you to math. Thank you, math teachers, for teaching them these things. Was that common core math? Probably <laughs> the worst math possible. Okay. Common Core. We're not talking about Common yeah, Core. Um, no. Yeah. So I met him. We were 15 and 16 when we started dating, and we got married at 19 and 20. Oh. And he still loves me, which is the interesting part. Okay. So, yeah. Because I'm a lot. I'm a little extra. A little bit. So, yeah. He's, like, very calm and collected and, like, doesn't react to, like, pretty much anything. And then I'm the exact opposite yeah. of that. Where I'm very manic and, you know, I react to everything under the sun. Yeah. And I'm just a lot of fun. He's you your know? balance. He's my balance. He's my lobster. Mm-hmm. So, like, we grew up yeah. actually when that happened, you know, yeah. with the whole Phoebe yep. on Friends. So, if you got that reference, yes. bless yeah. you. You're my new best mm-hmm. friend. Yeah. Um, yes, I've been calling him my lobster ever since, you know, mm-hmm. Phoebe for Ross and Rachel. So, um, yeah, we're, we're for life. Yeah. Whether he likes it or not. Yep. So, yeah, 23 <laughs> years strong. I love that. Ish. I mean, Ish. Yeah. yeah. He's very, you know, he's a pain in the butt. He's a guy. So, yeah. It's their job, I think. Well, he can't read my mind yet. And I just thought that that would happen by now. (laughs) You know, like, I felt like you should know me enough. But again, I don't know what kind of cake you like. So I guess it's fine. (laughs) Well, you have a lot going on. I mean, to remember the cake piece. Right. I know I like cake. That's that's expectation. You always eat it when I bring it. So Exactly. Why does it have to be your favorite? (laughs) Tell us a little bit more about your family. I'm really interested in the kiddos. Sure. Okay, so we have four children, um, Eva, Elise, Edison, and Ezekiel. Um, Eva is 11, Elise is 9, Edison is 4, and Ezekiel is 3. Ooh. Right? Did you guys just okay. all just like sigh and like, oh my gosh? Everybody that, that listened just me. went, oh, <laughs> right? Oh. <laughs> Please send me her address so I can bring her food and gift cards, and wine or something. Right? But yeah. Yes. I like Target. Um. Yeah. <laughs> so they're very fun. The girls are in that puberty stage, you know, because they hit preteen like at what five now? I think is what. I think three. Age. I have a three-year-old, so okay. I think three. Yeah. Three at three, they start. They hit that preteen mm-hmm. stage and it's just over it's yeah, over it from is. there it is and you're never getting it back the eye rolling is constant <laughs> you embarrass them all the time everything you say is awful yes it's nothing is right yeah you know and then you try to have an opinion about something and it's like why is it always about you mom mm-hmm. and I'm like I just I can't I just don't I can't even I just can't even <laughs> and this is where all basic white girls are like mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean I just can't <laughs> I can't yeah. with her so, but I love her because she's really cute and she was 
you know, she's mine. So, um, yeah. So anyways, our first, um, our oldest three are adopted. We fostered for 10 years. We've had 24 kids. Um, and that was really hard. It wasn't the best. It was really difficult. You know, you know, it's, Mm. parenting is hard yeah. and then trying to parent someone who has a parent mm. um is very difficult yeah. so that's like a whole other segment um and my book coming out later this year I'm just joking <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then we were blessed with ezekiel after 16 years of infertility um, wow we were blessed with him so that that's, is that's our story amazing <laughs> i'm just i guess what impacted me about that is hearing that you were involved in the lives of 24 kids yes they yeah i don't remember a lot of it i don't know you go through like ptsd and like block out we did a lot of teenagers and for all, those of you who have teenagers in your home right now you uh-huh. understand what i'm talking uh-huh. about um, angry cats very angry yes. and especially <laughs> children teenagers who were taking out of their own home yes yeah. and then you're trying to parent them and yeah. tell them what to do and make them go to school and do their homework and you know shower regularly you know would be nice um yeah it was very it was a lot uh-huh. it was a lot and then we went to like all babies um and then that's a lot. <laughs> so, because I like babies. They smell so good and they like really love you. I know. And they cuddle you. Yes. Yeah. I need a lot of inf- affirmations in my life and like babies just give that to me. So, <laughs> yeah, they love me. I'm so special. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, certainly thinking about being a foster parent, I that's something like Keith and I have talked about before because we, we were done having children after Finn and kind of we realized like, his challenges were going mm-hmm. to fill us up mm-hmm. and we were like, okay, we're going to, we're going to be all done. Um, but lately we've kicked around that idea of like, what would it be like if mm-hmm. we had another yeah. couple of kids running around the house and yeah. how interesting and amazing would it be and how much work would it be and, yeah. and that kind of thing. So yeah, it's a lot. I have no advice to give you. Um, <laughs> no, that was like, her next question. Yeah, so yeah, we'll just right. no, yeah, no, 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 yeah, no, no. We could we could probably do a whole other episode. You could do on a whole other episode on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But if anyone's ever thinking about it, definitely look into it because they they do need oh yeah foster parents I, in this world. Yeah. Um, you know, good, kind people. Um, who you know, if you're having an inkling, just check it out. Mm-hmm. Just check it out, and mm-hmm. you know go into it with low expectations mm-hmm. and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so in a post on Facebook, um, you wrote recently about your youngest. Okay. Ezekiel, yes. right? Ezekiel, easy for all you followers. Easy. <laughs> so cute. Um, and you said, when I was pregnant with him, he was diagnosed with a rare condition called, and if I'm saying this right, chaos? Yeah, it's actually called chaos. Isn't wow. that like the worst condition? It's not the worst. I'm so sorry if there's other ones. But like, That's like so, a crazy name. But let me just explain. It's not easy. I was given this diagnosis on April Fool's Day. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Were you just like, like um. I mean, seriously. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought somebody was playing a practical joke on us. Because we, our whole thing was we were going to play a practical joke on our little world of people who follow us on Facebook because mm-hmm. we were going to announce the gender. And we were going to, you know, <clears throat> do like, it's actually a dinosaur kind of a thing. And, <laughs> um, but then I was given, no, he actually has chaos. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, and you went on to say, uh, my fate as a special needs mama was sealed. Even before he was born, we cared for him differently. Mm-hmm. And then he had a life-saving surgery while he was in utero. Yes. <sighs> yeah. So okay. he was still, yeah, so he was cooking. And um, basically chaos, I'll just back up a little bit so we yes. know what chaos means. Um, it is chronic high airway obstruction syndrome. So it's actually extremely rare. There are, a, I think there's about 30 of us now. Um, that actually have survived with this diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Most children, I think there's there was, it's probably more than 50 now that have been diagnosed and then 30 survivors. Wow. Um, so there are more children since Ezekiel that have been born with chaos and that are surviving. Wow. So yeah, it's very super rare. Uh, basically just part of his trachea didn't form completely. So it's all there. It's just a soft tissue inclusion. So from his Adam's apple to th- his um, throat, is all just soft tissue. So it's, he has no airway, basically, how wow. I explain it. Yes. Wow. Yes. And um, when you said that the the surgery happened in utero, 
Yes. He was 20, how many weeks was he? 28 weeks um, when we had the surgery. And they actually were trying to create an opening in his trachea um, to save him because we were given a 5% chance of survival Mm -hmm. in utero. So um, he wasn't even supposed to live once he was born. This was, he had 5% chance to even survive being inside of me. Um, so our whole goal was to get him to 34 weeks and this was part of our plan to be able to do that. And we had to basically, you know, qualify for the surgery. Uh Um, he had to be able to be, um, a good candidate for it. Uh And, um, it's very risky for both of us. I found out like hours before surgery that actually a few women had died Mm. from the surgery. Um, and even like weeks, months later. So it was a very risky thing, but we knew, if we wanted him to have any chance at all, we had to go through with it. Mm. So um, that's what we did. And they just, uh, it's, they did it laparoscopically. Yeah, there you go. You guys are smart. And yeah, I have a cute little scar and they sedated him and they um, basically maneuvered his head so they could tilt it so they could put a laser through his mouth, like a little scope, wow. and lasered a hole through his trachea. And to try to allow, because what happens with chaos is um, he doesn't have an airway, so all the amniotic fluid was entering his body and Mm. had no way to escape. Mm. So it was causing his stomach to be very large. Mm. It was all going into his stomach and his lungs, and it was squishing his organs. Mm. So basically a lot of children with chaos, they die because of their hearts are being squished, Mm. and so they die of cardiac arrest. Um, So that was one of the biggest concerns. Um, But God took care of that in the beginning. His heart was actually pretty pretty flat when we first found out and then three days later at our um i think it was like an mri um he they noticed that his heart was actually fine mm-hmm. so yeah so we we're god's very good to us mm-hmm. um on that so mm-hmm. he had the surgery and then he was born um three weeks later because wow. he just loved me so much and really wanted to see my face. <laughs> he was like, I'm here. Surprise. I'm here. Yeah. Ezekiel has always done his own thing. Yes. So, yeah. Still wow. today. He's his own thing. I, I'm just, I'm, I don't have the words. I mean, that, that experience. I just have questions. You have, Jen has lots of questions. Right, Do you have Jen. a question? Yeah. yeah like, so sure. when they went in and did his surgery mm-hmm. and they used the laser, like, how did that not potentially damage anything else? Like, how do they do that? And I didn't not... ask any questions. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. So um, then was that, like, what they considered successful? Like, yes. Like, when he was born and they were like, okay, it did what we wanted it to do. It did and... not do what they wanted okay. it to do. It actually closed by the time mm. um, he was born. Okay. Um, but it did allow some of that amniotic fluid to be released. Mm-hmm. Um, and... You know, it did. It did save his life. Yeah, it wow. did give him that that yeah. little bit of a chance for his lungs to kind of develop and develop function. like yeah. for like what like four days or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't a lot. Yeah. Um, two weeks, I think. But yeah. yeah. So there. Just a side note: if if you want to, because obviously that experience like is so amazing mm-hmm. like I mean that's how you can describe it right? right yeah in addition to scary and all the things all the things all the feelings um I would suggest if people want to understand maybe more about like in utero surgery there's a special on PBS called twice born mm-hmm. have either of you no. heard of that yeah there's a special on it's PBS night, yeah <laughs> well it would be movie night with a lot of tissues oh, okay oh, that's right? how I like to do movie night yeah right yeah. if you um, haven't cried your eyes out with snot all over your face you didn't do it right you, yeah <laughs> you will watching this it's episodes Aww. and they do a lot of what your story just talked about and okay. like people have to be candidates am for i the on surgery. it because no no it. okay did they? They did. there was like 30 people really? like wow. no yeah there was like 30 people that time at his birth there were 50 people in his dur- wow. in the yeah delivery room mm. and you know you're naked while you're giving birth so that was fun <laughs> Yeah. Were you? Did you get to deliver naturally, or did no, they have to do a C-section? I had a, C- I had a well, I had a C-section on steroids. Is yeah. what I call it. It was called an exit procedure. Okay. So he was actually still attached to 
the um, umbilical cord. Okay. We were still, you know, we're, still, we're pretty tight. So <laughs> yeah. we were still connected. You're like, I'm not letting go yet. Yeah, I, yeah. I can't let go uh-huh. while they tricked him. Wow. So, yes. Yeah. So he was born at like 319, but he wasn't actually born until like 326. Wow. Wow. And probably and both of he... those numbers are wrong, so don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. don't quote you don't on that quote one. Me on yeah. that. Did he make it to 34 weeks? Did you get him to that point? No, he was 31 one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Wow. Yeah. We tried really hard. Yeah. Um, one of these kind of setbacks from um, the surgery was I could go into high drops and um, things like that. So I actually did, and my water broke. Mm. And then we had to go to the hospital. Mm -hmm. We went to, I don't remember, OSU. Mm. And they said, we can't deliver your baby. You can't be here. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, so we went to Cincinnati, which is where we had the original surgery. And um, my husband drove me. Oh, my gosh. To Chipotle's because I wasn't sure how long, (laughs) if they would ever allow me to eat again. Oh, my goodness. So (laughs) they told me not to eat, but you can't tell a pregnant no. woman to not eat food. Right. Yeah. And there was right. Chipotle's right there on the freeway. There's so there are important things happening. I mean, <laughs> you know, yeah. right. you didn't want to life flight me, this is your fault. Exactly. So, yeah. So we did wow. that and then we were in uh, children's well, we were at Cincinnati, one of the main hospitals, um, for a week before mm-hmm. he was born. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And then you had to stay in for a while after he was born, correct? Um, he was there for two months. Okay. I They kicked me out pretty quickly. Did they? Yeah. Okay. They're like, Mama, you're good. You need yeah. to go. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We got other people to, you know, save, I guess. Mm-hmm. Take I don't care. know. Oh, Hospitals. Hospitals. <laughs> Miracle places. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So if you, I mean, if you want to watch that, I would highly recommend I it. It's, but... I was going to say, you've lived it. <laughs> But yes. for people listening, yes, if you want to understand awful. a little bit more about Jen's experience, that would definitely give you some insight. And you will need lots and lots of tissues, oh. I promise. So I can't even like think about that. Right, right. Because yeah. people, well, and well I, we were lucky. Right. Yeah, not everyone is. Right. Yeah. Right. And they scary. They talk about that on yeah. there. So yeah. Oh. Do you guys have goosebumps too? I talk mm-hmm. to people like they can hear me. Well, they, they can't hear me. They can. They can. It's fine. It's and they're time. they're sitting they at their like desk it? a week from now. Surely, going, oh, you know I we're do good have friends. Goosebumps. <laughs> Right? It's fine. I do. I yes. do. Okay, good. Um, so mm-hmm. let's let's talk a little bit about the business. Oh, I have a business. You, you do. do. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And tell me a little bit about because you again are that creative force behind it, and it's Sass Master Designs. Can you kind of take us? back maybe a little bit to the beginning where did the SAS originate yeah. from so um SAS Master Designs it's actually a funny story um it was actually my friend's business she my friend Sudi I'm, I'm totally calling you out girl um <laughs> she was like hey it would be so fun if we created this t-shirt company where you came up with these funny witty sayings because that's what I do I say a lot of weird things and then <laughs> people laugh and yeah and she's like we should put those on t-shirts and I was like okay so I was just going to help her come up with, you know, different ideas to put on a t-shirt and then she'd print them and we'd sell them. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did that. We did our first shirt and um, shout out to Gluten-Free and Starving. And, um, <laughs> right, it's so funny. It's so funny. And she was if like. If I weren't fat, I would wear no, that. No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And you're not fat. Okay. That's a whole nother episode. I'm coming yes. back again. Okay. Just so I can yell at Tara. Um. Yeah, so, um, like, two weeks into it, she's like, "Ah, I was just joking. I can't do this. This is actually supposed to be your business. And she just handed it over to me. Wow. Yeah, so that was fun. (laughs) I do have some abandonment issues. um, That was fun. (laughs) Yeah, so I was tricked into business. Okay. Um, Yeah, but Sassmaster actually was named after my um, daughter, Elise, who is, we always call Sassmaster. If you look at any of my older posts, um, just mine personally, you will see hashtag Sassmaster constantly. I love it. So that's kind of where it came from. You know, we wanted people to know that we're funny. We're funny. <laughs> <laughs> How did you decide like, okay, I guess this is mine. I'm going to move, going to move forward with it. Well, we already had such a following, so I couldn't like, I'm not a quitter. Okay. Like I really like, want to be. can't let the people down. I can't let the people down. I had, I had people that loved me. There was like 200 of them, you know. 200. Like, well, in the beginning, that's a lot. It is. Yeah. yeah. It is. I was pretty excited about it. And I didn't pay any of them. Like nobody got any money. And um, yeah, so I was like, well, maybe I can do this. 
you know, so I just started out pretty slowly and, uh, yeah, it just didn't stop. So, you know, and now we're here. This is awesome. I love it. Yeah. Can, um, I, can I just give a shout out right now? Because I just got on your Facebook. Oh, and your, Jen is checking it out. Your willpower of a sloth shirt. The best ever. Is like, <laughs> I, I'm like, I want that for me and everyone I know. Everyone you I need, know. You need to wear fact. that to work. I need to wear it at church <laughs> on stage <laughs> as I lead worship. Like, yes. mm. That would not be the first time. I've actually, our worship leader wears some of my shirts on stage. <laughs> so fabulous. He gets in trouble, but oh, yeah. it's the best ever. I, I had yeah. a music gives me feelings shirt, and he wears that. I love it. Yeah. So, it's so Jen's so, so. gonna your sales just went up for the yes. end of the month. Jen's awesome. gonna order Christmas. like I'm like, like everybody's getting shirts. <laughs> Twenty or thirty. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. <laughs> and Sarah, I know Sarah's not here, but she said she needs the um, socially awkward. No, no, it's awkwardly, awkwardly social. Awkwardly, yeah. awkwardly social. Because we're not socially awkward. No. We're, we're just very awkwardly social because I'm very social. I'm just really awkward at it. Right. You know, I do, I've been very good to keep my hands down because all my followers know I'm a hand girl. I just like my hands go everywhere. I don't all know what to do the with place. them. Yeah. I say weird things. Oh, all the, yes. My it, mouth goes yes. dry. If you're coming back. When Sarah's here, because we'll just do an entire episode about the two of you and what you say awesome. in terms of the weird, weird things that you say. Then, yeah. You can Man, hear this, yeah. right, Jen? Like her doing the, doing it with Sarah, <laughs> mm-hmm. the two of them back and forth. Definitely. Will you just watch us, basically. Yeah, it'll just really be like awkward. a weird thing. Say off. <laughs> we'll weird. Yeah, I'm we'll up just, for it. We'll Challenge just go back, accepted. <laughs> we'll go back and forth. Um, and then there was another one she wanted. I can't remember what it is now, but yeah, she's like, oh. I want to get her the Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving food group Thanksgiving is my one. favorite food group. Mm-hmm. She's because the isn't thing- it, though? She's the Thanksgiving girl. Oh, yeah. We are the same person. You are. You're ba- yes. hilarious. You're ba- so now you it's have an invitation most. to come co-host. Nice. Anytime that Jen can't do it or that Sarah can't do it, you're here. Done. Yep. I love it. Yes. You're great. Wow. We just made history. I know. <laughs> Were you doing anything before the, the SAS Master? I was being Ezekiel's mom. Okay. Yeah. So basically the reason I started, uh, my friend my friend did this to me. It's her fault. But um, <laughs> I, you know, as being a caregiver, mm-hmm. um, I've been a mom before. I've never really been a caregiver where I was basically keeping this small child alive. Thank you for making that distinction because, like, I think, like, you and I use that term mm-hmm. just quite like, oh, I'm a caregiver. I'm a caregiver. Mm-hmm. I'm a caregiver. And I don't really ever stop and think about exactly what that means. Yeah. And it's that it's literally that like you are kind of fighting life and death all the time, almost every day. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And wow. you don't get paid for it. No. Yeah. Like no one gives you anything. Yeah. I got coffee a few times, so that was nice. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> yeah. So I was doing it all by myself. I didn't have a nurse at that point. Um, wow. We were on the waiting list. You know, and it was taking care of three other children. You know, Edison was one at that point when the baby was born. Um, I was just trying, you know, to, I completely lost myself. I just, I was, you know, fun loving, adorable, um, self proclaimed, you know, very sassy. <laughs> I loved to be out in the world and be around people for like a minute. You know, I still also right. like to be in my yoga pants and my, you know, watching mm-hmm. Netflix, but. Right. I like to be, you know, seen and, and I don't know, it's, I didn't want to be seen anymore. I didn't, Mm -hmm. I didn't know I was depressed. I had PTSD from all of our excursions and, um, you know, just giving birth is really hard. Mm -hmm. Um, and then to be given, to go through a pregnancy where the child's supposed to die and then going through labor, knowing this child is I mean, had a huge chance of not surviving. Right. Um, and then trying to think that through, and this being your first pregnancy that you've ever had, mm-hmm. and you're sicker than a dog the entire time, um, and then everyone's telling you to be grateful because you're pregnant, and God bless you. He did, but he also just threw in a little bit of, you know. He was like, oh, by the way, <laughs> yeah. surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. here's um, some acid reflux. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I was... Um, suffering from postpartum depression. Uh-huh. You know, I walked into my doctor's office and was like, I don't want to hurt anybody. I just want everyone to die, uh-huh. if that makes sense. And she's like, yeah, so we can do something about that. <laughs> so, 
like if one more person like touches me and like looks at me with those eyes mm-hmm. like i'm gonna punch them mm-hmm. you know and i need to not punch people because mm-hmm. they don't like that so um yeah so i was being treated for that and severe anxiety um i would call yes. my husband all the time like there's a noise in the car we're gonna blow up we're gonna die he's like put the children back in the van you're mm-hmm. not in a spy movie mm-hmm. you know no one's trying to blow up blow you up mm-hmm. so you know it was hard mm-hmm. it was very very hard mm-hmm. so Sassmaster was my way of trying to get back to me. Mm-hmm. And all of my t-shirts are 100% me. Mm-hmm. I don't print something that I'm not about, mm-hmm. um, which I like. Mm-hmm. And then, and I've loved it. I don't know if I can share this yet, but what my favorite thing about Sassmaster is going out into the world and sharing my t-shirts with people and having them, somebody come up, and, like you said with Sarah, she wants the awkwardly social mm-hmm. shirt. Like them coming up and seeing something and having it, them being able to connect with it. Mm-hmm. Um, because I want my t-shirts to be different. I don't want them to be something that you saw on Pinterest and that 45 other people are making. Mm-hmm. Um, these are all original designs. They're, some of them are weird. Not all of them worked, <laughs> but I like them, you know. And uh, just seeing the joy in people's faces, like, you totally get me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I'm as weird as you are, too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mm-hmm. I make a lot of best friends that way. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We just all need to make t-shirts yeah. and the world will be. I think you should all do that. I love, closer. that's my favorite thing to say to people. We're like, you should put this on a t-shirt. I'm yeah. like, that would be great for you to start. Go mm-hmm. do that. Yeah, yeah. Go do that. Go do that. Mm-hmm. That's you. That's make that happen. You, baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just, I, you know, just listening to that part of the story, I, I'm just really struck by, you know, how you kind of are looking at it and like kind of how you kept going. Yeah. What what were maybe some of the the supports you tapped into so that you could keep going through all of those challenges? Um I think like I just started really connecting with people again and um you know my friends in the beginning where it was just before Sassmaster were always just trying to bring me out and you know make sure I was okay and bringing me food all the time and um checking in on me and um when I started Sassmaster I just you know people started to kind of invest in me and Uh which was kind of fun um I became interesting again which was kind of neat so it was all kind of selfish um (laughs) I'm an Enneagram too so if that makes any sense I need a lot of affirmation oh yeah yeah, the numbers thing the numbers thing I know that's all I know I don't know anything else about it because my friend forced me to take it she won't ask me all the time loves to talk about it (laughs) so for all of you Enneagram people I'm a two winged three and they all know what that means. Okay. Yep. I have no clue. I have no clue either. Yeah. 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 Okay, great. But yeah. No, so it was just nice. I'm like, okay, people actually like this stuff. People were buying t-shirts that I created that said, you know, hot mess on them. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, shirts about tacos. You know, who knew so many people like tacos? I love tacos. <laughs> Those so are gonna, amazing. They are amazing. <laughs> yes. Um, I agree. Mm-hmm. So, um. I met other people who were, that was the other great thing is I kind of like forced myself into the vendor world mm-hmm. and the maker world. And there's so many amazing people out there mm-hmm. who are doing similar things to me. Um, you know, they're creating and putting themselves out there and just kind of like tapped into that kind of industry and mm-hmm. really latching myself onto other people mm-hmm. um, and forcing them to tell me all they know. <laughs> so. Share, share the wisdom. Yes. Share the wisdom. Yes. How would you say now you're, so you're a couple of years into the business. Yes. We just celebrated two years in September. Congratulations. Thank you. And but you have a new website. I do. I made it by myself. <laughs> Yay. It took me six months, but I did it. <laughs> Love it. Websites are hard. They, you know what? They lie to you when they say like, oh, it's so easy to create. They, they, they It's an, a bold face lie. Liar faces. <laughs> It oh my gosh, it's is. horrible. It is. It's I terrible. I think I spent out more hours just staring at the screen than I did like actually inputting anything. Because I'm like, I don't know where to go from here. I put my name in. Like, what else do you want from me? You know, like I spent yes. a lot of money on like the whole platform itself. I'm like, it should just, it should just know. It should just know what I want it kind to do. Kind of like our husbands, right? Yes. yes. Why is it not reading my mind? Why? Exactly. Why? It's so hard. And you have to make it pretty and I know. everything. And that's hard. There's yeah. so many font choices. There are. And you, that's what I would get lost in. Yes. And I just finally gave up. And I was like, I'm, I'm done. Somebody yeah. else. I'm doing all the ugly right. things. I can't all the ugly right things. Very simple. Very right. simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you, so when you have your own business, you have your own brand. Mm-hmm. And 
I became my brand. So that also made it difficult. It's like I have to be portrayed in all of these things. Mm -hmm. And I was still fighting, do I even like me? Do I even like know who I am at this point? And, you know, if you follow me on any of the socials, you'll see my face a lot. And that Mm -hmm. was really hard Mm -hmm. because I didn't really want anybody to see my face, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. Um, only in like certain lighting and like (laughs) – high up angle you know like right. angles right. You know, from like a distance exactly and then like saturated and filters <laughs> yes. um yeah so you know that was that was really a struggle too and then to publish it on a website you mm-hmm. know where the world can see you um that's yeah, that's a lot it is it is yeah how do you handle um some of the self-doubt that you might experience in this process I cry a lot Okay, yeah, I'm there. I do. I'm there. My shower time is basically just tears. <laughs> just tears. I'm not actually clean. You like, actually ever. shower <laughs> in your own in tears. In my own tears. <laughs> I yeah. love it. Yeah, I just cry a lot. Um, I try to tell them. To, I have a few people that I work with closely, and I try to just tell them how I'm feeling. And then they can just, like, tell me to shut up and just do it anyways. So you you ascribe to the tough love? I do. That works for you? It does. Mm-hmm. I'm very much into tough love. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought, well, I should probably allow other people to do it as well. I mean, I still cry more because they were mean to me. But, um, you know, I also want you to give in to what I'm saying. But, yeah, I mean, we are – we're more amazing than we like to think. Mm-hmm. And not that I'm amazing, but I am, I'm pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And I think it just, it's fun to have other people bring that out on you mm-hmm. and show you what you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause you can do hard things mm-hmm. like a website for six months. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think there's a, kind of a little bit of a magic that happens when you get creative. Yes. And then like, the people who are around you who are like helping you work that like they can pull some stuff out of you that you didn't maybe realize was there before you couldn't tap into by yourself yes I have a process yeah (laughs) I am that awesome of an artist oh Oh, yeah I know right yeah. What, is, what is your process? Well, I'm a procrastinator. So I set a, <laughs> I set a goal. Like, uh-huh. I need to have this by, you know, tomorrow. And um, I will, I'll start at, like, 11.35. Yes. And then I will design my entire line for Christmas in that 45-minute time frame. Well, that's not, for, that's not math. That was wrong. But no, it's fine. It is. I gave myself com- 15 extra minutes, it's okay? It's like common math. <laughs> it's common. Yes. I don't know. It's whatever. Yes. So that's I love my process. I, I like to, I need to be inspired. So um, I write down stuff a lot, mm-hmm. you know, things that I thought were funny. Um, yeah, I just try to keep it real. Mm-hmm. So, And I think that's what people appreciate. I mean, that's what I appreciated about you. So. Kind of going oh, through your you. stuff initially was like, oh, this feels genuine. It feels authentic. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like it's forced. And yeah. I'm not here for popularity. I mean, I am, but I'm not. Um, (laughs) Give me all the people. Yeah, give me all the people. Um, I just want to put something different in the world. Mm -hmm. I just want to put goodness in the world. And um, we started new lines as well. So we still have like the sassy line. So we call that the original sass Mm -hmm. um, because that's funny. And Mm -hmm. um, then I started the empowerment line, which is more of T-shirts that are more geared to like empowering others and mm-hmm. making people feel good mm-hmm. and you know because we need a lot more of that because mm-hmm. um, we put each other down so easily mm-hmm. I do it mm-hmm. and I know you know it's just kind of just second nature mm-hmm. um, but we need to start lifting each other up and um, so that's what the empowerment line does and then we also have the truth line which is like scripture wear mm-hmm. um, and it's basically you know I get a lot of ideas from people but it's still stuff that just kind of resonates with me. What's important to me, what I use through, you know, our infertility and through, you know, adoptions and through, um, we had a, a little boy that we were adopting that failed. So, mm-hmm. you know, like things like that and what got me through with Ezekiel. And, mm-hmm. um, so that's what that line is for. I just kind of, you know, giving credit to God mm-hmm. and for all he's done for us. So I love that. Yeah. So I'm still sassy, but I also I have layers. I you think do. You have, uh, I have lots of layers. It's the best way, right? To explain it. I do like layering. Yeah. So yeah. That, <laughs> yeah, literally, like yeah, literally, I have like five pieces of clothing on right now. So. Well, um, how's how's Ezekiel doing these days? 
Well, currently he's sick. He caught a Aww. cold. Um, so, but generally he's doing fine. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a three-year-old roughhouse little boy. He looks a little sassy himself. He's ridiculous. <laughs> so he doesn't. Where look would he have gotten that like from? Me. I don't know. His dad. Yeah. So he doesn't look anything definitely like me. Yeah, definitely his dad. Um, he looks nothing like me. Like mm-hmm. he has blue eyes, but they're not. My color blue eyes, apparently, they're his grandmother's. And so it's fine just to take everything. Um, but he definitely has my sass, which mm-hmm. I'm okay with. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he has a voice. He actually can't talk, but he has a very loud um, Ezekiel voice. Mm-hmm. I always tell people he's the loudest nonverbal kid I've ever met in yes. my life. Isn't it, yeah, isn't that crazy? They're so loud. Right. Like people when like, I calm yeah. down. Right. <laughs> when I tell people I'm like, Oh, Finn's nonverbal, they're like, Oh, you know, like quiet and yeah, I and I'm no. like, Oh heck no. no. No, you know this kid's coming in the room oh, like yeah. ten minutes before he comes. It's amazing. It is. It's amazing. Yeah. And I don't I don't even think about it. Do you even think about it anymore? Like how it's different? It's just like no. it's just them. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it, kinda cool. I think it only hits me like I, I only recognize it when I get around um, I call her my niece, but she's my best friend's little girl. Okay. And they're Finn and her are about six months apart. So my best friend and I were pregnant at the same time. Oh, so and, fun. Right. And yeah. so that kinda like my little my little baby girl, I call yeah. her. Um, but Instant best friend. Yeah, and she's like sassy and crazy and amazing and a talker. Mm-hmm. And so when the two of them are around each other, then I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what it's like to have a kiddo who actually is verbal, yeah. right? Yeah. But then when it's, yeah, with him anymore now, it's just like, oh, yeah, this is – what do you mean your kid talks? Like, how does that work? Yeah. That's kind of the – Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I remember the first time I heard a baby cry. Mm-hmm after Ezekiel because he mm-hmm. doesn't cry mm-hmm. like he cries but he doesn't have the sound mm-hmm. to it and it freaked me out mm-hmm. and I've heard babies cry mm-hmm. you know but I haven't heard I still had a baby and mm-hmm. he didn't cry and why mm-hmm. is, what is your baby doing you right it's, it's, <laughs> what it's is that odd. sound it's so weird yeah it was yeah. so weird for me yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. there with you so yeah. but he's he does he looks very sassy he's very sassy very um, amazing he's still traked and he will be until um his until if we decide to have surgery or not to fix his trachea, which is okay. not 100%, um, because every child is different who has chaos with their blockages and things like that. So it may not work. I'm just holding my breath on that one, yeah. right, to have to kind of make that decision. Yeah. So we're, we're holding off. It's okay. not time right now. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think that's more of an Ezekiel decision, too. Mm-hmm. Um, we're very into that. We mm-hmm. like our children to make their own choices. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's mean. It could be mean, but um, I like to for them to have a voice. And if mm-hmm. he doesn't want to have the surgery that could potentially hurt him for his the rest of his life from mm-hmm. skin grafts and things like that, um, so they would take grafts from his uh, rib cage to create the trachea, mm-hmm. and um, that's very painful, like mm-hmm. forever. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of things he's gonna have to have eventually, um, you know. But we'll get there when we get there. Yeah, so, but he's for sure. he's perfect. The yeah. way he is right now, he's perfect. He is. I wouldn't change him. Mm-hmm. Um, can you give us any wisdom um, in terms of Jenna's giggling? Yeah, all the wisdom. We just all, want the, all wisdom. the wisdom. <laughs> give us any wisdom that you might have for people who maybe are thinking about getting into their own business, the entrepreneurship of it. Any kind of yeah, run thoughts yeah. you yeah. want to <laughs> don't, don't let don't your friend <laughs> give you yeah. a business. Watch out who you, who you make your friends to be because uh, they're tricky. They're they are tricksters. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, they see things in you that you don't, and they <laughs> force you. Um, no, I still love Sudi. She's amazing. So I always that's what I call it. It's like the business you tricked me into. Mm-hmm. And she's like, whatever, you love it. So, um, yeah, I mean, if you have a passion, do it. Like, that's what you were called for. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think just know that write it for as long as you can. You know, do it for all the right reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, fame and fortune is a great reason, but it's not the only reason. You're there to touch other people. Um, I don't know what kind of thing you want to do, but um, just do it for who you are. Stay true to yourself. Mm-hmm. And um, don't compare. Please oh, don't compare. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. Because it will take you down. You know how many times I've quit? Mm-hmm. Just, I, I quit almost. Well, in the beginning, I quit every day. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's like <laughs> once a week. You know, sometimes I do a couple times a month, but like I'm done, you know, because I'm not where this person is. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't 
see what they've gone through Mm -hmm. to get to where they are in their business. Mm -hmm. You don't know how long they've been in business Mm -hmm. to get to where they are in their business, Mm -hmm. to see it flourish or whatever it is that you're comparing yourself to. Um, You don't know what kind of, you know, apps they have to make themselves look that pretty, Mm -hmm. you know, like. Visco is real. It's not just a girl <laughs> in middle school. An actual app. And Thank it has you for filters. educating that yeah. for me, by the way. I had no clue what that I will was. I send my daughter over. Okay. She told me the whole thing, and I wish I never knew. Mm-hmm. So save the turtles. Yeah. But um, yeah. So just be true to yourself and get a bunch of people around you who believe in you mm-hmm. and who can keep you going if you like affirmations like I do. Mm-hmm. But no, seriously, have have a tribe that, you know, maybe they're going through the same thing mm-hmm. or just they love you and they want to see you flourish. Just keep them close. Mm-hmm. And I, I resonate with that in terms of having a group mm-hmm. of people. We have a, a fingernail of trust. <laughs> Jen and I share a fingernail of trust with a few other ladies. Should we explain the fingernail? Yeah, I feel like. Do you want to? So I'm just gonna. I'm not. I'm just gonna explain the, the okay. reference to the fingernail oh. because we. You guys mentioned it in the last podcast. Oh, too. okay. And it's more just because we were literally with Jason. We were <laughs> yes, Jason Momoa, Aquaman, Aquaman, Aquaman. Oh, we forgot to bring. Right, we forgot to bring Jason Momoa. Okay, you're thinking about it. We were. We were sitting around a campfire and we made a comment like, this is our circle of trust. And then, but we were in a circle. And so we were like, it's like a half circle. It's like a crescent moon. And I'm pretty sure it was Sarah was like, it's a fingernail. (laughs) And so thus was born the fingernail of trust. Like, and so I feel like that just like people are like, I don't, I don't understand what they're talking about. So So find Jen (laughs) tells us to find our fingernail of trust. Yeah. Yeah. Our fingernail of trust. And that's, what's going to keep us, keep us going so well Jen thanks again for coming on where can people find you on online yeah and all the socials okay Uh, we're on Facebook Instagram and then um, so Sass Master Designs Mm -hmm. if you just type that in we're the only one crazy enough to be named something like that (laughs) and um, sassmasterdesigns.com you can shop us there check it go check out all people all the t-shirts I need to get the overcomer t-shirt I'm thinking we're gonna bring it back in like a sweatshirt. I love it. I'm I'm really into that. Okay. The overcomer sold very quickly. Yes. So I think people, because we are, we're overcomers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No matter where you are in life, you yeah, know, you've overcome something. Exactly. Yep. So, exactly. Yeah. Well, thank you to my other Jen. Yeah. For thank co-hosting you. tonight. Thanks for asking me to come. I appreciate it. I'm dancing and nobody can see it. <laughs> I see it. It's amazing. It's fine. Really and if, if you want to um, catch Jen, she's gonna be a church this weekend <laughs> this is gonna be out after <laughs> oh that's right no, it's, it's, not gonna, gonna, it's, it's gonna come in anyway. tomorrow well is this your first day exactly. <laughs> <laughs> management you. did not tell no. her no <laughs> no she didn't know the it's time fine. i'm gonna have to get it's on good. somebody about that but <laughs> jen's gonna be uh, at church this weekend yeah. though yeah and you're doing neon halloween neon halloween at the and x is man. there something special there is and I, I feel like at this point i can say it even though it has i mean it's technically already happened because we have thursday night church that's oh trippy. that's right it happened already thursday happened. oh but we also have sunday which it's friday and i keep thinking it's saturday I, know. I didn't have to work today so yeah. i'm like really weirded out so we don't not tomorrow but sunday yeah we are we do we're doing a special so we're doing neon Hall- halloween and the sermon is kind of on the haunted heart like kind of yeah and we are singing the band is singing total eclipse of the heart i love this yeah i have to go to your church just for that you should or you yeah. can check it out live i know if you go to the x.church uh i think there's like a watch online i don't know what the yeah, online, watch it online, online is, but, live yeah but well, yeah. sunday service yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> step out yeah. just for Speaking total eclipse Conan, it, it actually sounds we have done a lot of special songs, and this is by far probably my favorite. Okay. So, um, I'm excited. It's going to be – it's awesome. It, they, they, like, kind of went all out for our neon Halloween, so it's going to be really cool. Okay. So, I can't get the song out of my head now. Yeah, I know. You won't. I you won't. Never. The next karaoke session. Yeah, and I literally I walked off the stage, and they were like – Jen, you sounded like a rock star. I was like, is it karaoke right now? Because I feel like I just got done at karaoke. Like, we, I just did that. Since awesome. our other Jen doesn't know, we frequent karaoke. And and Jen frequently gets called out when she sings, like, by all the other patrons in the bar. Like, that's she is an angel. Angel. 
Mm, those are but not you have to right see i love karaoke but i'm terrible right i am I as do, well like, yeah but yep. it's so much more fun when you stink it is yeah, yeah i is. love the people who can sing i'm really nice <laughs> yeah. You know, but yeah but still like but i come so i can see you know friends in low places right, right. Yeah. and it's like Jen... eight other drunk people right oh, that's it man that's, how, that's how you do it i kind of feel like that you're doing it yep. wrong yeah Jen. <laughs> you just let me get my it. songs out of the way in the beginning okay. when you're still drinking okay. and then at the end you can you can just, have it i can have <laughs> it all right i have some like um you know green day that i've been saving there you so. go that's like yeah. the best time too the and best you're like time. Man, no. nobody cares no yeah. Or salt and, and they're all, everybody's oh, like, do it. Yes. Yeah, I love it. Like that would be really great. I did that in the car with my children. They were not impressed. <laughs> no, no, I didn't no. care for it at no. all. They didn't like the scrub song either. I, like, <laughs> I don't I understand. I kind of like was thinking. I think this is a reason to disown you. Yeah, you're like I can't. So I feel like I'm ending this relationship right <laughs> I feel now. Like we're, we're done. With this. Yeah, I feel we're, like done. we're done. We're gonna go separate ways. <laughs> well, fine. we we literally are done. Again, thank you <laughs> to both of you for coming. I thank Appreciate it. And as always, here's to the complexity in our journeys, the highs and the lows. May those who observe us do so with compassion. Um, compassion, especially for our amazing kiddos. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Bye. Bye.